Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Susan with us. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, so um, I have uh, an online website called The British Craft House. Um, We launched last November, on November the 1st, and we're a multi-vendor site um, for people to sell handmade on. Um, It all has to be handmade um, in Britain um, by by people um, within the UK. We ship worldwide, but um, yeah, everyone has to um, be in Britain to be able to sell on it. Ah, fabulous. And I must say, it is a beautiful website. Oh, thank you. So how did you get started in all this? What's your background? Um, Well, I came in left field into the industry, really. I've been an air traffic controller in the Royal Navy for over 20 years. And um, when um, my husband was um, away at sea, I started making cards um, just for something to do in the evening when my children were really small. And, um, And really, to my surprise, I found that people wanted to buy them. And so that was how my, my story started, really. Um, I was selling in 12 retail outlets and, um, and then decided to, um, to sell online. Um, I set up my own website, um, but also started selling on marketplace websites um, to try and um, reach a, a larger audience. Um, over the years, um, I evolved away from cards um, into selling photo albums and guest books for weddings and christenings. And, um, and I was selling on lots of sites and some of them um, have actually have actually gone now. Um, I think that it's quite a quite a competitive industry to be in. And there are um, there are some obviously much bigger players um, than the British Craft House with eBay and Etsy and uh, sort of multi multinational um, uh, marketplaces. Um, but they all have their foibles, really. And, um, and none of them really um, gave everything that somebody who wanted to sell handmade in Britain um, the, the, the perfect place to be. So, um, so I thought <clears throat> it would be um, good to try and, um, and build a, a marketplace. So I had been doing social media um, for, um, for the last seven or eight years, um, trying to drive traffic for other um, sellers to these marketplaces. And um, I set up um, a business called British Crafters, where um, uh, we ha- had quite a big social media audience and we were successfully helping people to get sales. But there was still a missing link, really, that the platforms that I was driving all the traffic to um, just weren't brilliant. And uh, so then I had a, a crazy idea um, last year at the beginning of 2019 that actually maybe I could, um, could build a platform and um and yes so obviously i i managed to to do it a lot of hard work and um, a lot of help from other people i realized quite early on that um that my background from being in the military and uh, from making my own crafts actually didn't put me in a, a good position to uh, to build a website so um you know i i hired the best people that i could and um, which is how we've now got this um this beautiful website oh fabulous quite a journey there so from your um, air traffic controller background, and I, did I get that correct? You? Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah. 
what ha- has worked for you? What, what has been some of the skills you managed to transfer? Um, I think um, as an air traffic controller, one of, the, um, one of the things that is really important is to be able to multitask um, and also to, to multitask and prioritise what's important. Um, I think it's quite, um, it's quite easy when there's so much going on um, to, to sort of go down the rabbit hole and try and sort out one area, one thing that needs dealing with and, uh, and, and lose the big picture. So I think um, it's the ability to be able to stand back and to, to see the big picture. Um, I think the biggest thing from my military life that I've brought into um, the British craft house with the sellers though is, is to try and, um, and build a, a teamwork ethos. So we have a, um, a hub a central hub on Facebook where um, it's a private area just for um, the British Craft House sellers to join. And um, we do teamwork, we network, we help each other, we offer advice. Um, there's always somebody there that, that knows something that someone else doesn't. And people are very, very kind and very happy to um, to give up their time to help somebody else, knowing that you know, in a couple of weeks' time, it might be them that needs the help, and that somebody will um, will come along and um, and be a specialist in their area. Um, you don't have to join the hub as as part of the the website. Some people choose not to, but certainly for people starting out, um, it can be a it can be quite a daunting prospect selling online, trying to set um, set up on social media platforms if you've not done it before, and actually just a little bit of guidance. Um, can just make it much, much easier for people to do. And that sounds like something you've been doing throughout, before you had the website, is sort of creating a community. Yes, yes, absolutely. And the, the British crafters community that, that that came before the British Craft House, um, yes, we um, so we have a following of 120,000 across social media. Um, and, and that is um, wonderful for the website. But it also, it's a legacy from um, from when when we just did the the social media and um and again people are um people are so generous i think that the handmade community is um, and here they are now calling in they are i am sorry about that but i think the handmade community um are, are very kind they um lots of people have come from um come from corporate backgrounds we have a a mixture of people on the um on the website um, we have uh, we have a vicar. We have um, some people that are teachers. We have a doctor. We have some some nurses. We have some IT professionals. It really is quite a, a mixed bag. We have a lollipop lady, um, and um, and so yes, everyone has come from different um, different areas, um, and um, and they all bring something to the party, if you like, and um, it, it makes for a wonderful community feel. Fabulous. Now you make it sound almost easy. A lot of you sound like you put a lot of work into it, but it sounds like it's all flown. Has there been any challenges along the way? Um, yes, I think that um, like like anything, um, you know, it, it was um, you have your your blueprint, your your plan uh, when you're setting out, and uh, you have to um, sort of veer and haul as you go through, and and things change. Um, we um, we started off with a wonderful website company. Um, and, and they gave the beautiful artistic feel to the website. Um, but like lots of people during, um, during the COVID um, lockdown, um, they were overborne with work and had uh, three children that they were homeschooling. And so, uh, so that's probably been the biggest challenge this year is, is 
to completely move from um, one company and the company that had um, that had supported um, supported me right from the beginning um, to be able to, um, to to move everything across. But now that we've moved across, it's it's all good, and and that's now um, that's now over. And the new company are fabulous, so I don't anticipate moving on and doing that again anytime soon. Um, but that was um, that was quite quite interesting. Um, but it um, it's quite a juggle trying to um, you know there's 400 sellers. Um, or just over 400 sellers on the website. So, um, so trying to um, trying to really um, offer each seller what they need from the website. So, some people will need lots of advice. Some people won't need any advice. Um, uh, some people are, are 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 really IT savvy, and some people aren't. So, one of the things that um, I did to help people to set their shops up is um, is produced a set of videos. So rather than joining and um, and sort of feeling their way through and having documents and things to read, um, there's a there's a setup video for sort of each part of the shop build, which um, which makes it which makes it quite good, um, and um, certainly different to um, to other places that I've sold on where sometimes you're sort of feeling your way through and and coming across blocks and not understanding what to do. So, um, so no, that was something that um, that we did to try and um, to try and make that easier, which has which has worked really well. That sounds a fabulous idea because I, I know what you mean. Sometimes even if you've got a manual there, just to see someone you do something can save so much time. Oh, absolutely, and um, and the website developers they produce videos for me as well, and I'm very lucky to have um, a two-screen setup for my PC, and just to be able to have um, the video running on one screen and the actual the actual back end of the website on the other, so I can stop and start it and follow the instructions, or or do the same with YouTube. Um, you know, it, it it works really really well. So uh, so no, I'm pleased that um, I'm pleased that we did that. Fabulous. Uh, one of the things I believe is that a lot of companies can learn from each other. So things that you just take for granted, everyday routine for you can be revolutionary in another company. So what tips would you want to share about your industry that maybe another industry could really benefit from? Um, I think the, the, the biggest thing with any new website is, um, is getting visible and um, certainly there are lots of um, there are lots of websites in the last 10 years when I've been selling online that that come and go quite quickly. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed for for all of them, really, is that they launch their social media at the same time that they launch their website. So the, the problem, obviously, with that is that you're you're desperately trying to build an audience and to get your audience to your website. Um, and it's a bit of the chicken and egg, really, because until you have your website, there's nothing for your audience to look at. So I think it's really trying to um, trying to build a solid base of interest um, before you launch. And we had the huge advantage of, of having previously um, run social media in the same um, in the same area of um, of the industry. So the people that were interested in in the items and in fact lots of the sellers that I did the social media promotion for actually sell on the site so I'm tweeting the same <laughs> the same things or the same sort of things um, but I think it's just um, just really thinking about um, you know the, the launches is, is obviously the 
the bells and whistles, the champagne day. But if you haven't built up um, an interest and a following in what you're doing before then, really you're, um, you're, you're launching to, to nobody. I think it's a little bit different to having a shop on the high street where you're automatically getting your audience um, organically because they'll see you, um, you know, painting the inside. They'll see you putting up your shop sign and they'll see the build. And also you've got a, a natural footfall um, that are going to other, other shops in the high street. But online, really, and until you launch, until your website is there, you're, you're completely invisible and um, all the bells and whistles in the world um, really don't work if, if there's nobody if there's nobody looking. No, I like that because also you can bring an audience along with you on the journey. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. But also, I think it's um, it's getting the right audience. Um, you know, there's there's no. Um, it, it's a little bit like if you um, if you talk to your friends and family about what you're doing, they'll all think it's an absolutely brilliant idea. And um, you know, if 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 your if your Facebook page likers are all made up of people that know you, that that's great. But they're probably not your audience. They're they're not going to be the people that come and buy. So it's um, it's finding that finding that audience. And I think bringing something bring, bringing something new to the party, you know, making making it interesting so that people want to um, you know want to come and look at what you're doing. Um, and certainly. Um, I, I think that the one thing that we did when we were, were building the website is um, that I, I communicated with the audience, with the, the potential sellers to ask them what they would want, what, what would be on their perfect website, what categories would they have, what would the look be like. And although ultimately I had the, um, the say on what was going to, to happen, certainly they, they helped to shape parts of it. Um, one of the features that we have on the website is the sellers can um, can actually run a blog from it, and um, and the reason behind that was the the feeling that quite often when people do craft fairs, um, people are really interested in the story behind the seller, the person that's standing behind the table. Why are they there? Why do they make something? How do they make it? And obviously, at a craft fair, somebody can pick something up and have a look at it. Um, so it's trying to convey that through the shop, so to 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 get that missing to get that missing link. So all of our items can have eight photographs. So the um, the, the item that's been made can be looked at close up. It can be looked at um, you know um, from the underside. We'll show what it's like in the packaging, but also the um, the customer can click. Um, and if the the seller has done a blog, they can have a look and see what the what the seller looks like if they've put in a picture, what their working environment is like. Um, some of the sellers have wonderful garden studios, and um, and they um, they're really good at showing off what their working environment is like. And I I think that's that's the whole thing about building a relationship with a customer, and, and what makes it different buying from a site like ours than than buying on uh, on a John Lewis site for example if you know you're buying item one two seven six five seven and who knows who's made that and where it's come from but you can be sure that there's there's millions of others of the exact same thing so it's just trying to um trying to breathe into you know the the kind of handmade retail space just that that bit of uniqueness which which absolutely is there um but but sometimes it, it can be lost in translation on a website if it's um if it's a bit flat Yes, absolutely. I think we as human beings crave that story to get to know the person. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. And that was one of the ideas behind doing this podcast because you very kindly shared your story with us. It's fascinating. I think as well that the, the, the sellers um, um, within our Facebook hub, some of them are becoming really good friends now. And we've had, um, we've had wonderful um, regional meetups before, um, before the craziness of, of this year and, and, and people having to social distance. Um, and there's a, few, um, there's a few Meet the Maker blogs on the site where, um, where it's wonderfully heartwarming that, that three or four sellers have, um, have met up and had a coffee and shared ideas. And um, it's lovely that they wouldn't have met each other if it wasn't for um, if it wasn't for for the hub, because again they would just be a another shop on the website. So and and one of um, one of the ideas with the hub that I had, people can't join with their shop pages; they have to join um, on their personal profile. And um, the vast majority of people are very happy with that. There have been a few people that have, have chosen not to join. Um, but I think it's really important to connect on a on a personal level and nobody can see each other's personal details. But it's just instead of being a, a shop logo, you're you're a person in your picture. And I think that's that's, you know, quite quite a simple thing, but quite important to connect with other people. Yeah, it's that humanizing a business, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Oh, fabulous. So if somebody's listened to this, either interested in buying a, a handmade crafted item or maybe finding out how they could share their crafted items on your platform, how would they contact you, Susan? Um, they can email um, at info at thebritishcrafthouse.co.uk or just head to the website, which is www.thebritishcrafthouse.co.uk and there's a contact button um, on the bottom of the website there's also an application to sell button if people are interested in joining us oh fabulous thank you and i do highly recommend visiting the website just to look at how well it's laid out how functional it is for, for what it really needs to do and it does it so well thank you it's very it is very functional but pretty at the same time absolutely <laughs> oh fabulous and uh, susan if you know of any other entrepreneurs or business people uh, or crafters that would like to come on the podcast and be interviewed do let me know I will, yeah. Fabulous. Thank you for sharing your story and your tips on uh, the, for running the business and um, implementing some ideas. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. Excellent. Thank you. So my name is John Cassie Rice. This has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And until next time, talk to you soon. Bye, Susan. Bye. Thank you. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as Advice on how to deal with serious ne negative publicity, along with up to £10,000 of insurance to assist you with the major public relation crisis. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.